You're listening to the SidePod Podcast. Formula One. The SidePod Podcast. Here's Pat and Ted. Right, welcome back. It's Pat and Ted for the SidePod Podcast. Pat, how you doing? I'm good. How you feeling? How are you? How are I'm you, Ted? Doing great. Anything, always, anything, anything new in life? Anything you want to share with the followers that are interested? Um, nothing new. No, no, no I can think of kind of same old standard stuff. How about you? Just living the dream. Made living another dream. day. <laughs> it's that meme. Have you seen it? No, which one? Right there, it's like when you ask a. Uh, when you ask the white guy at work how he's doing, and it's like a free. Oh yeah, another day, another dollar. Yeah. Or when you walk, I can't. You can see on the when you or when you walk by, they do the. It's like the little head nod. They tighten your lips and nod your head. <laughs> and like, oh, 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 oh. oh. But yeah, the people watching in other countries are gonna be like, "What the hell are they talking about?" <laughs> Look at these American oh. references. But yeah, we got a, a full weekend of racing ahead of us. Oh, thank God, finally, I missed it. It's been a long time, two weeks. But I don't know where you want, where do you want to get started at here, Patrick? Um, let's go over some. Uh, we have some interesting team news that yeah. happened over over the little span since the last race. Yeah, we got the team news. I think maybe starting with McLaren here. Yeah, McLaren have let go of their technical director, James May, or James Key. Sorry, oh God, imagine James May going. James Key. Uh, and they changed the technical director role into a three-person role instead. Yeah. I don't remember who exactly. I didn't. I don't think I saw who was the people that filled it in, but they have three different title names now and three different people filled it. So it's going to be interesting to see that one-person position now be split. I think it's like... I know we talked about it a little earlier, but I think you're right. I think it shows more signs of McLaren struggling if they're needing to split this singular job up into three people. I mean, it's. I don't know if this is going to be just like a temporary fix. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're going to just put these three people in that role and kind of see, like, how it works while they just look for, like, a more solid individual. Yeah. Or if this is, like, their plan going forward, they're just going to have it be a three-person job. It's a dude. McLaren's struggling. Like you said, I'm I'm on your train. Every week it just looks worse and worse for him. <laughs> Every week something else happens. On the bright side, talk about the GP a little bit. At least uh, they have one of their drivers. It's their home race. That should hopefully be a little... Yeah, I mean, if we want to get into that, I feel like this is the making for like a huge... If, this is like a make or break. Like If they do yeah. good in this... If Oscar does good in this race... It can change people's like percep- perception of McLaren for Definitely. the season. But at the same time, it's like if he struggles and does awful, it's like, well, you had no excuses. Like, I mean, aside, hopefully there's no excuses this time. Last yeah. week or last race, they had a big excuse with all the debris and stuff. Yeah, the damage that happened. The crash and whatnot. But barring any sort of accident, if he has an awful day, it's like that sucks. we had no excuses. And people have huge expectations for Lando, too, just in general. So, like, they both need that. Yeah. Like, this is, being, this is Oscar's race and... Like, okay, they had excuses for the past two races of why they had issues, like... Yeah, it'd be interesting to know what Lando's contract situation is, just so we could, like... I think he's still, like, 2024. He's signed in for a while. Yeah. I mean, I know he signed, like... He signed before Danny did, right? 
So he yeah, might he, be coming he's up. He's on an extended, I think he's on an extended contract, though. He might be. I want to say at least 2025. No, because he was probably seen as, like, like you say, like the best of the rest drivers. He's like, he's like one of those prospects. It's like the Leclerc's, Ferrari's, mm-hmm. Russell's, Mercedes, Max's, Red Bull's. Like, McLaren was like, here's our young, gifted driver. Yeah. Like, Lando Norris. Everyone loved him. And then next thing you know, McLaren's like, yeah, we suck. <laughs> yeah. Impressive. Like, super mid. Yeah, we tried. But yeah, we'll see. That hopefully it does. I mean, I'm not. I'll root for him. Oh, yeah. Hopefully it turns out well. But it seems like it might be a too many cooks in the kitchen sort of deal, yeah, and yeah. like a definitely like a panic move. I think McLaren is just on a downhill course all season. I just think I, I just don't see it getting any better. But um, yeah. So 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 some more team news. We got some stuff from Alfa Romeo came yeah, out. A small one, just about how I was, was saying that Bontas was a lap down last race. Went on the softs. With two seconds down, I was like, "Dude, he sucks. What is happening?" Turns out, got some. He picked up some of Oscar and Lando's car. How did they not find that out until if it was so un- much later? If it was underbody, mm-hmm. you can't really see it. So True. like, he could have just torn up some like pieces here and there, and then you're just not generating the same down yeah. force. Which went went. Yeah, I wonder if they had any like. Any idea during the race that it was like it probably has screwing up? I mean, they probably knew that the car wasn't going, but it's just like they didn't. If you couldn't see anything, you didn't assume it was just underbody damage, or just, like no, I guess yeah. if you're still running, like you probably don't retire the car. You try to finish the race. Might as well, because you know you don't know what happens. You know, safety yeah. car, red flag. Who knows? Yeah. Big, in my opinion, biggest news is Mercedes have admitted that they're going to go with most likely a Red Bull concept, and Toto said that he wasn't afraid to slap a little. Red Bull stick around there if it uh, bothered Christian Horner too much. So that'd be funny. I think the fact that they're admitting they're fully this is this is their full admission of we were wrong. Yeah, the car was wrong. Red Bull got it right. We need to go in that direction. Yeah, and it's interesting because Lewis Hamilton's exact words were, you know, what if when they were asking, you know, what if they get it wrong? What if your team gets it wrong? And he said that my team don't don't get it wrong. My team don't make mistakes. Yeah, and here they are. Just I mean, they blew it like completely. They're they're having to make a whole new change of concept. Like that's yeah. a tough pill to swallow. I think if you're Mercedes, who has one constructor after constructor after constructor after constructor, and then the first regulation change after the last like they so the regulation change in 2014 they benefited from and they've crushed it since. Mm-hmm. First regulation change. After that, not want to say they fall apart, but people definitely aren't happy there. Yeah. And I feel like when you're, like, on the top, you kind of want to say, like, you did it your way. You didn't just, like, well, all copy and paste. All eyes are on you. But, like, when you look at the field and how many people have copied the concept and are seeing success, it's like at some point you just got to concede and be like, okay, maybe I don't have to do it like some new innovative way like the way to win is just to just do what top two teams yeah, are do what the top two teams are doing mm-hmm. Aston Martin well, they call the 2022 Red Bull and it's working like if you can't beat them yeah. join them mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 100% and there's nothing wrong with that though like no I mean it happens in all say, sports who's not to say that they take the car make it, make their own and improve it mm-hmm. Mercedes are smart enough they have the money they have the experience if they take the Red Bull concept, yeah, it's just, a concept. Just start with the base yeah. and, and then make it your own. They morph could, it to how it works best. Could, and going with that, Hamilton's contract expires this year. 
Mm-hmm. If that concept does not push them forward, what does Hamilton do? Does he realistically, if he stays with Mercedes, I don't see him winning an eighth title. Question: They said they're going to copy the Red Bull car. Is that going to affect this year? Are they going to do that? I like, want to say that they're going to try to do it sometime this year. So they're going to like change the body up a little bit to be more consistent with the Red Bull. So if that doesn't, if the car isn't coming off forward this year, mm-hmm. what is Hamilton's move? Because realistically, staying at Mercedes, I don't think he's going to get his eighth, which is what he wants. Which is why he's staying in F one. He wants that eighth, yeah, championship. Red Bull would never sign him. No, I think. Honestly, I think it's either Mercedes or maybe he just like sits out at you. Like I don't see, he's gonna, I don't he's see Lewis as somebody who's to like a, too old though. He's thirty eight, thirty nine. Like he's going to the point where I think he's still like good enough. Where it's he's like definitely good enough. Like he could he could potentially sit out a year until like a top level job opens up and then take that because he's definitely not going to be somebody who's going to like go to a mid team. I just don't think that right now. I hate to say, it, but I think it's like. I think Max is driving at like the like the pinnacle of F one right now. Like he is just yeah. driving. It's gonna be really hard to beat him no matter what. I you're I just don't think. I think he's screwed. Yeah, it'd be tough. I mean, yeah, you're in a bad spot if this is where you're looking to get your eighth championship. Whenever Max just seems to be like right at his most dominant he's ever been, and for he's not gonna get any worse so long as he stays with the team, you know. And he's just young; he's gonna get better. I think the big thing with Max and where he's driving right now is if you saw 2021, people had got this like kind of like uh, idea of who Max was because he was driving very aggressively. Mm-hmm. People want to say it was dirty, this, that, or the other, but you're facing a seven-time world champion, like, and you're, you're the only person who can contend for the title. Mm-hmm. You're going to fight tooth and nail for it. Yeah. But then, I think since then, his driving has been incredible because I think that weight has been lifted off his shoulders. He's like, I'm world champion. Yeah. I've done it. I've hit my goal. And you're already world champion going in. Mm-hmm. So 2022, he was like, I'm already winning. And then he comes out swinging. I mean, obviously at the beginning of the season, they had a little bit of a rough spot. Yeah. But by the halfway through this season, he's like, I'm running away with it. So now, he's had back-to-back championships. Mm-hmm. And then out the gate, Bahrain comes out swinging. Yeah. He's probably driving at such a calm and comfortable level and such like a, a confidence in himself and the car's been built around him. Like you said, it's gonna be hard to topple him for a while. Like he is just he's dry he's he's confident, he's happy with his car, he's has a team that backs him to no end. Yeah. Like I think it's gonna be very hard. This this is like the first step in era, I think. And something that you said just a second ago is like when he came in, he had to be aggressive and fight because Lewis was like at the top of that sport. So he is kind of well versed in both forms of driving too, though. Because like early he had to learn how to drive aggressively and be effective doing that, but now it's like he's the front runner. So now he has to kind of do the opposite, which is like I just need to keep everybody calm and collective. Yeah, yeah. So it's very mistakes. It's very. That's what I'm saying. So like in Max, you don't see him. He hasn't made a mistake. I mean, it's early on, but like he doesn't really make mistakes. Not as much as Charles does, or no, he is. I have to say, like, he's probably one of the most consistent drivers, and he's also very good about if he makes a mistake, like keeping it collective, like yeah, not worrying about it. It's not like a race-ending mistake. You can kind of collect he's himself. really. It's probably the most collected. Him and Lewis, I think, are probably the two co- most collected drivers on the field. I saw a TikTok. This is a little off track, but it has to do with I Max and um and Lewis. Mm-hmm. It was the race where Max kind of turned into Lewis, and then just goes careening into the wall in front of him. 
Oh, Silverstone. Silverstone. Yeah. They the TikTok was essentially like this is what the media wants you to see, mm-hmm. and it was like the race, the crash happens, and then on the intercom they show you like, oh, is Max okay? Yeah. But when they go back and actually do like the whole radio sequence, mm-hmm. it's like the crash happens, and for the next three minutes is Lewis just like. He's breathing heavily because he almost got in this car accident. But he's basically just like, Defending he turned into himself. me, man. Yeah. He turned into me like I had the line. And it's not until he get, he's like, there's definitely a front wing damage. And yeah. the TikTok is like, there's not. There's no damage like at all on his car. And he doesn't ask if Max is okay until he gets into the pit. Mm-hmm. And it's like a good three to five minutes later. Yeah, no, watching that. I... Which was kind of interesting that they presented in that way where they're like. And this it also goes into what you said about the British media too. Like. Sky Sports wanted us to think like, oh, Lewis is just this uh, this nice guy looking out for his racing buddy, you know. But it's like, it took him a good three minutes of complaining about why that's Max's fault before he. If you go back and look, Lewis has Lewis does love to blame others for incidents. He is he does have a issue with not leaving space with people. Mm-hmm. I've seen I don't know, last year, but Spa. Yeah, he, he actually he actually DNF because he squeezed Fernando Alonso and. DNF'd himself. Hmm. Um, he is fascinated with the rear right of Red Bull tires. <laughs> uh, there's actually a video. I think it's happened four times in the past two or three years. Huh. Where he spun a Red Bull car out. Like from that back right from tire. From that back right tire. From someone overtaking on his outside on a right-hander. Yeah. And he's been deemed at fault for every single one of them. Like So that accent that you saw, he was given a 10-second penalty for that in Silverstone. Oh, wow. Like, it says, like, oh, yeah, Max turned into him, but, like, if you watch it, there's a lot to it. That's a very big, controversial story. I mean, it, it looked like it was close enough where, like, you could probably go either way with it. It was, a, it was but... a huge deal at the time. Yeah. And it being, yeah, he, Lewis ended up winning Weren't the they, race. like, it, they were in the midst of a, a that was really close fight, right? That was 2021. Whereas, like, so they came the in the last race. Yeah. So, yeah, Lewis got a 10-second penalty and I'm still winning the race. That was like one of the biggest crashes ever. It was like a 54G crash or something yeah. like that. It was. Well, that's why they were saying it was weird because it was just like, you know that was a bad accident. It was really heavy. Like, the car, I mean, you can if you watch the accident like in full speed, the car goes, his car's flying. Oh, off the yeah. Track. It goes from like, it goes from like 100 or whatever to zero. Like, the, it was. Just the way it that hits, car it's just is like, like flying. And then, like, the, you watch the tire get ripped off too. Like, when they make contact, you can see that one tire fly yeah, it's off. Just, it's just like, oh, my God. Like, huh. when I watched that, I, I know there was another one I watched live. I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, like I said, it's interesting to see how the media portrays everything. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the last little bit of team news we got. Oh, more about, well, we're probably speaking about Red Bull and yeah. Mercedes, so you might as well. Yeah, so um, Red Bull claimed mm-hmm. that... If they had a British driver, they wouldn't have as much hate for the media because, like we said, I do think, as an American, there's a lot of British bias in F1 media yeah, and just F1 in general. And they were saying that they claimed another team had reached out to some of their sponsors and partners to undermine them, claiming that since Red Bull are these bad guys, since they... They exceeded the cost cap. Referencing the, the they, cheating scandal the they cheat, had. All the cheating, quote-unquote, Red Bull do, that Red Bull is not a you know, reputable brand, and they're going to bring their brands into this. Like, you don't want to be associated with Red Bull. And Horner called it being the Kardashians on wheels. And I think he's <laughs> kind of right, though. Like, it's 
I don't know. I think we have an idea of... I have an idea of who it is, the team. But to me, just to, to call out and just be like, hey, you don't want me to be associated with it, it's just a little Yeah, childish. it's a little extra. I mean, Formula One, from my experience so far, has to be one of the more drama-filled leagues. It it's like, I would probably say it's like Formula One and then maybe like basketball's mm-hmm. got some drama in it. Yeah. You know, like the, the common, like, oh, this league. It sort is of crazy theme, that but... drama in F1 because they'll just do anything they can. Yeah. Know? Well, there's not a whole lot you can do like on the track to necessarily gain an advantage because it's pretty much set in stone. Yeah, you just know? be the best. Like, so it's like you do want to probably try to find advantages other ways by either like influencing a driver to maybe come to your team mm-hmm. or, or I mean, putting a bad story out there in the media to kind of like hurt their chances of Red making Bull, money. Red Bull do have like the we're the bad guys kind of vibe. I'm not gonna lie, like well, it's the it's the it's like the Yankees effect. Like they've worn 30 titles or 27 championships, and every Yankees fan will tell you that. And that's why if you're not a Yankees fan, you probably don't like the Yankees. Yeah, it's kind of the same effect. Where yeah, like, like whoever's bad, winning, the big bad wolf. Whoever's the winner, the number one team at the time will always be the hated one. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, to be fair, like I said, Mercedes wasn't the most hated team at the time. But I think a lot of people who watched F1 that weren't Mercedes, anyone who was not a Mercedes fan. And even people that probably were Mercedes fan were just so sick of Mercedes just Yeah. Just watching it's like right now, like I field. don't want to see Max win another one just because it's not as fun. I want Sergio to Okay, we could we that, talked about this last week. That's too. a great way to go on to mm-hmm. the next topic with the Australian Grand Prix. Yeah. So right now Max and Sergio are a point away from each other. Like this and that's another this is technically a street circuit of okay. the park. I was gonna ask. Yeah. So so this probably plays into uh, Sergio's it's not quite the same. So this is what's weird. Is it's a street circuit because it takes place on public road. Yeah, but it feels like a like a normal track. So it's like it's not the tight corners of Monaco or yeah. Baku. Or, it's, it's a well-made street circuit. It yeah. sounds like there's like, runoff, there's grass, there's gravel traps. Like it's more of a typical circuit. Okay, but I mean, realistically, we're looking at another. Red Bull 1-2, most likely. Mm-hmm. Sergio just needs to... I mean, really, that's what he said. If Sergio just keeps who, getting second places. Who won this race last year? Yeah, so Charles won it last year, and he got... Hold on a second. I mean, uh, that would lead me to believe that he could be right up there this year, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so Charles won it last year, but I think he only won because, yeah, Max did... Oh well, it looks like he won every single, or he led every single lap. Yeah. No, early in the season last year was really looking like Ferrari might. Ferrari were looking on fire last. Yeah. Like yeah, we all thought that this could be Charles' season, and then yeah. next thing you know, they just Max put Charles on a leash. And- <laughs> yeah. Well, and and Ferrari couldn't get out of their own way too. It was just like constant disappointment on their end. It seems like it might. Like I said, so far this season it seems like it's kind of continued in that fashion. Well, to yeah. be fair. It's early. When their strategy was good in uh, Jeddah and Saudi Arabia, they yeah. had a good strategy. Just and it's, I, I think it's, it's, like, it's frustrating to see, like, whenever you have things like Charles late in the race, like, having to, to DNF, but it's, it's unfair to kind of judge them, I think, off that. So I'm optimistic that they've got kind of the stuff figured out. Yeah, and they, I mean, Charles made a lot of places up last race, too. Yeah. I mean, from, I mean so he looks, that, so. It, it looks good. It's just... But um, there's actually some fun stuff going on with the Australian Grand Prix this year. Mm-hmm. So it is the fourth or the first race ever, as far as I know. So it'll be fourth DRS zone added. Oh, 
So with the, how it works on this track is that there's three DRS detection points, which is normal. Mm -hmm. Most tracks have three, but there's a double DRS zone for Australia. When, go, when you're going on to the main straight, mm -hmm. right before like one of the final corners, there's a detection point there. Okay. And you get DRS for the main straight. Then you take that. I showed that video earlier. You get that like that little right left turn. Yeah. And then the other straight, you get DRS again from that oh, same detection point. Interesting. So they made it like two like so that, really but close. That's how, it always, back. that's how it always was. Okay. That's how that one is. Then there's another one. There's like a little uh, after turn nine. There's a it's like the turn nine's like a left hander than a right hander. It's probably the most famous corner of the track it's a very fast left right hander mm -hmm. but after that there's a drs detection point okay they now added between turn eight and nine it's a very very long kind of windy straight that leads up mm -hmm. to the that left right hander yeah they added another drs detection point there and that is a very long run yeah so that you could, we could see a lot more overtakes. are we expecting to see lower track times this like yeah. faster times this yeah, year that's gonna that's gonna drop tense off of the time. Yeah. We're going to see some quick times with that. That's also, turn nine is an awesome overtaking point because mm -hmm. it is a hard braking zone and mm -hmm. a fast, like, but it's still a fast section. Yeah. It could cause some really good side-by-sides. Okay. I'd be very interested to see side-by-sides that happen there because of that. So it might have, like, a nice, nice, like... It's going gonna, it's gonna to let people catch up. And it's it's, it's going to let more battling happen. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Is this course, like, more open to just, like, overtakes? And with with this DRS happening... You might see a lot more, like, movement on the grid. It's going to be cool. Because it's, it's, it's a very long section. Yeah. Like, if we can pull up the map... Well, and something that actually might be interesting, too, is if, like, it with an extra DRS zone... Oh, I'm sorry. It's turn 11 and 12 that are the famous ones. Okay. But the DRS detection point is going to be between 8 and 9. So, I think that helps at, the if field. If you're at home, you can go ahead and see it, but you can see where 8 and 9 are. Yeah. So, this is going to be there. And then it goes all the way down to here. Oh, it's a big portion of track. Yeah. Because the other ones are, so you, between 14 and 15, you have a detection point. So, you have yep. all this, then all that. Yep. Those are the, that's and the back-to-back -back one? After 12. There's another one? Is, there's one right here. So, it's 13. between 10 and 11 and then 12 and 13? So it's between, you're going to have it all the way from, like basically from 9 to 11. Oh, interesting. And then basically 12 to 13, 16 to 1, and then 2 to 3. Hmm. So there's going to be a lot of DRS I like this for the, for the story of wanting to beat Max, because if he's up front, he doesn't get DRS at all, right? Mm -mm. So if, Sergio's, behind him that's if like, Sergio can stay within a second of Max, he can just use that DRS it'd be interesting. over and over just to stay with him. And like, yeah. It could, yeah, it might almost benefit to be like the person going in like if it's a close gap, at least being in second place on that last lap, trying to just maybe overtake that second. Yeah. yeah. And so, what do Red Bull do now? Like they've been favoring Max the past two years because Max has been the number one driver. Mm -hmm. But it's the third race in the season. Like, can you, if they're up front and they're bailing, can you tell them to stop? Like, I don't is think this you do? I, I mean, hopefully you don't have like an accident. Like Max is the favorite, and then yeah. but like it's too early in the season to say. Sergio, no. Like, it's not fair to him. Yeah. It, the thing is, like, you don't necessarily lose anything by letting him battle it out. If anything, it just means that you guys... Well, that you lose time. Let's say if, if, if a mistake happens or something, Aston Martin or Ferrari or Mercedes pick up the pieces, like... That's, like, the biggest thing is you don't want to, like, have an accident. Have an accident. Or, yeah. yeah, if... Or lose time because you're battling. But, like, I don't know. I'm sure they have some sort of, like... If we're up by 10 seconds... And you guys are neck and neck 
coming into like the later stages of the race, like best driver wins. Mm-hmm. Just don't do anything stupid, you know. Yeah. But if it's like, I imagine if it's maybe four or five cars all packed up in that front, it's like we need to be smart about this. Like we need a one and two. Yeah, we don't need a one. We don't need anybody splitting us. So we're not gonna fight. Like let's. So I'm just interested to see how it goes because they favored Max, but like it's too early to favor Max in this season. So they need mm-hmm. to be smart and you know. I think it'll probably just come down to like whenever the situation arises that we need to pick somebody to win this race. Like who's in first, who's in second. Like let's just play it by a race to race outcome because yeah. if Checo's in front, they're not gonna be like, okay, slow down, let Max in front, and then you play defense. Like I feel like if I was Warner, I'd make the call be like Max, listen, like. You're gonna be the second guy here. Like, it's just how it is. Yeah. Hopefully, it, I mean, that's what I think a winning team should do is not play favorites. Yeah. You know, it's just good. It's gonna come down to just who's the better driver in this next. Yeah. Also, I think that's why it's gonna be really interesting. Also, if you're listening to this, this podcast will come out Thursday. Yeah, I was thinking honestly, just working on it after we get done here. Maybe so, even bringing it. So you'll be watching this podcast before the race comes out. Mm-hmm. It, it, this podcast will be releasing before the race comes out. Mm-hmm. If you would like to join us, twitch.tv slash patdog34, we will be doing a live commentary and reaction of the race mm-hmm. of the Australian GP. It will be 1 a.m. in the morning Get your- for us. Yeah. So, yeah. but if you're on the other side of the world or wherever you are in the world, feel free to join us. Like I said, twitch.tv slash patdog34. Sit down, crack a cold one. Come hang out. Head. Come out, no. hang out in the chat and everything. And- crack your Pepsis, crack your... Adult Pepsi Colas. Pepsi Colas. <laughs> your RC Colas. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, yeah, it's really going to come down to like looking forward to. Uh, let's hit you with this. What are your predictions for qualifying? Because qualifying, qualifying is a. Qualifying is a. It's a different animal. It's totally different than race. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see like your tip of. Like, it's gonna be Max and Checo up there, mm-hmm. and one of the top. Really, four it's spots. really who's the third? <laughs> it's yeah. really like every week every who's week. the third. I think I'll give you the top four, just so we have like the two lines. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Max and Checo for sure. But then on I'm the thinking, front row, you think both of them? I think not necessarily. I think they could be anywhere between one and four. Okay. Um, I think until he, we see signs of him slowing down, I think Alonso's got to be up there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going with my homeboy Charles. Charles. I think this is the race where he finally figures it out, puts together like a top. He gets a podium. Podium. Yeah. I I can agree with those four for the qualifying. But what do you think the race is going to be? So you think Charles is going to get a podium. So I'm guessing you think he's going to get third. I, I want – well, I mean, realistically, I'm, yeah, it's probably going to be a third. I'd love to see him win. But I'm going to say that Sergio, after last race, sees the pace he has. Mm-hmm. I think he likes a little fire under his ass. Mm-hmm. My top three, Sergio, Max, Charles. In that order? In that order. I, I want to say Fernando Alonso again because I've, oh. I wouldn't be – I would like to see my top three, Charles, Sergio, Max. Yeah. I, mean, think, yeah. I think that it's a long stretch. I, Alonso, you're doing great and I love you. I think Charles – I just – It's hard to say with those next two guys after Checo and, the, and – the Aston Martin's just so fast. Yeah. But I just don't know if I can believe it's consistency. I mean, I guess Ferrari hasn't been the most consistent either, but just... Okay, it's, it's going to be Sergio Max, Fernando Alonso. Final? 
Final final answer. Final answer. Bringing it in. Have a, who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> I mean, you've gotten it right with the last two races picking those. So why why? He's just where you're it's just so hard because Max and Sergio are just so good. Yeah, and the Red Bull's incredible. Yeah, it's Fernando Alonso. Yeah, how can I say no? We gotta we, we gotta root for him. He's literally. Have you seen the memes he's been posting? No. Did you? He's posting memes, bro. He's go internet? on Twitter right now and yeah. look up his reply. To the Australian Grand Prix. <laughs> Look up F1's post about it being race week in Australia. It's... He's just... The man himself is a meme. I mean, while I'm looking this up, though, let's say outside of these guys we've mentioned as, like, the top... Um, top winners for podium, right? Like, mm-hmm. who... Who some dark horses for maybe, like, a top five? And- Alex, okay, no, I'm going to say top... Alex Albaugh gets points. I'll okay. say that. Would this be, that'd be his first points of the season, yeah? Maybe? I think he finished like 11th last... I think, you know... I think he got points in Bahrain. I think Bahrain he got points. And... Okay, so he's had points before, but you're, you're yeah. suggesting I just think points he, he's really good here. I think he will do very good again. I want to find this fucking picture. It's so I'm, I'm looking at his replies. Is it... I see the one where he's just taking a picture from his forehead. Is it upside down? Yeah. Okay, look what he was replying to. <laughs> so they posted, they posted the, the picture upside down? So he posted a fucking picture. Why did they do that? Because it's Australia. Oh, down it's upside down. It's upside down in Australia. All right. <laughs> All right. So if Fernando posted a selfie of himself upside down, I thought that shit How was so How did he get fun. that? Oh, that's definitely like a GoPro strapped to his forehead yeah. or something. That's funny. But I just thought that was so funny. So like, that's just—he's such a meme, dude. Yeah. Everything he posts is a meme. So you got Alex Albon in the points. Oh yeah. Um. Oscar Piastri in the points. Yeah, giving it McLaren's first points of the season for sure. That's not doubt my mind. Over, you think? Then do you think Lando also scores in the points, or do you think he scores higher than Lando? Oh Jesus Christ! I am so sorry. It's okay. Um. See, this is what sucks. It's hard to say that someone gets points because there's really only two points openings. Yeah, you start to think about... Someone was like, oh, 8th, 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th are all open. And I was like, no, it's really not just really. ninth and 10th. Yeah. But there's not there's a big gap between the top because what four we, and... Yeah, identified the four teams as like Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, and, and Aston. Aston Martin. I mean, that's tough to say. Like point, Points are going to be for the midfield... Points could be hard to you're, come by this season. You're gonna really have to hope that, like, yeah, one of those drivers, probably the Aston Martin or like a Ferrari miscue. Like, I don't really see anybody in Mercedes or Red Bull filling outside the top five. No, they, they're just all performing at top great 10. levels. Yeah, that's tough. So we got your predictions. Qualifying, you said Max. Max will get Max. I think. I think Max is gonna. You, we have two different things on. You no, know, I'm gonna say that's top top four. But we're going with your top four for okay. qualifying. I think you're right on that. Actually, no, I think I think Lance Stroll gets in the front row. Mm. Hot take. Okay, yeah, I think that Aston Martin's big enough. It is definitely and good I think enough. He's recovering still, so I think he'll be in full form yeah. in Australia. But um, yeah, I would like to see Sergio win another race. I would like to see him take Leo the championship and yeah. 
Max is my favorite driver, but I would like to see what Max will drive like if he's not winning again. Yeah. I want to see that kind of fight remax again. Yeah, like we talked about having both the Red Bull drivers up at the top last episode, but just the more the merrier, honestly. Like if you could have three, four, five guys up there tied or, or within a race of points, like would be way more interesting. Three-way battle with Max Sergio and Fernando would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I think I think that wraps it up, honestly. Yeah, what else? Anything else that we got to look forward to? Anything else on your mind? Nope. Like I said, guys, just uh, come check us out. Come yeah. hang out with us Saturday, Saturday night. We'll probably – when do you want to start the stream? We'll probably we'll – the stream will probably start uh, Saturday – probably maybe late, like the, yeah, probably like 11, late Eastern, 11.30. Probably like – yeah, probably like 11 o'clock. 12 Eastern, even maybe. Eastern time. Expected around around midnight Eastern time. Yeah. If you want to be sure, you could follow either of us on Twitter and we'll post yeah. the link of when we're going live. What's at, your what's your handle? It's uh at Hey oh God, Hey on Pat Twitter. Dog. I think it's Hey on P Dog. Mine's Ted Yuri. T E D Y E A R Y. Uh I'll I'll tweet out the link whenever we go live. And then I am Hey on P Dog. P Dog being P D A W G. I got that dog in me. Mm-hmm. So a dog. Um but yeah, I think that wraps it up. Yeah. Come so, hang out with us on Saturday, Sunday, guys, and Yep. For some good old fashioned Formula One racing. And then we'll see you next Thursday. Next Thursday with our with our uh, once again correct predictions, because I think on the season we're two and oh. I think we are two and oh. We've and then what's the next F one race after the, after this? Do we have maybe? another break? Or is it going to be a week by week thing? It'd be so, nice if we didn't have a, a week in between this time. Oh, worse. Oh, no. Two weeks. Oh, jeez. So we have the Australian Grand Prix coming up this weekend, and then we don't have another race until April 30th. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So stay tuned for our schedule. We'll definitely do a, a, a podcast after the race to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do something a little interesting. In the yeah, week, maybe in we do between. something else in the in-between. Maybe we'll do a little live stream or something like that in between. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening. I'm Ted. I'm Pat. And we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye.